Hey girl, hopefully that intro song gets you feeling all the feels and gets you dancing a little bit today. Because if you don't know, you'll know soon enough. I love what dancing does for you. Well, welcome to the girl. Let's be real podcast where we are all about real talk and having fun. My name is Jenna and I am an entrepreneur passionate about sharing tools that are actionable to help shift your mindset in order to start loving yourself unconditionally and start living a life you really love. We all have a gift to share and the world craves yours, girlfriend. Real talk. I am no better than you, no different than you. I am one of you. Girl, I'm telling you, I see you, I hear you, and I love you. Girl, I got you. Let's be real. What's up, girlfriend? Thank you so much for being here today. Super excited to have this talk with you today. I'm recording this episode the day before I leave to go to Glacier National Park with 14 of my girlfriends. So when you hear this, I will be in Glacier and I'm so excited. Today's episode is about what we hear all the time. Life is too short. And honestly, it is so true. So my question for you today, what are you waiting for? This episode was perfect timing for me going on this trip to Glacier. And we are staying at Under Canvas in Glacier National Park, which if you're not familiar, they're like safari inspired tents and they're in 10 locations now across the country. I'm so freaking excited. Um, A small group of a small group went to Zion last year, but it was the week that Jonah was born. So needless to say, I did not partake in that adventure, but this year we have 15 of us going. So me and 14 of my girlfriends, and they are some of the most incredible women I know going to a bucket list location. Yes, please. So again, perfect topic to talk about today. What we hear all the time, whether it's our parents, our grandparents, our coworkers, our friends, our patients, because I'm in medicine, right? So our patients, our neighbors, whomever, we hear all the time, life is too short. And usually there's a to not blank, right? Life's, Life's too short to not whatever. Life's too short not to do something. Life's too short not to make it right with somebody. Life's too short not to tell somebody you love them. And quite honestly, girl, it is so true. No day is guaranteed. You nor I know when our last moment on this earth is going to be. We don't know when the last time we'll see somebody. We don't know when it's going to be the last time that we do a certain thing. And I don't mean to sound morbid or like a Debbie Downer, but it's just so true, right? So I want to ask you today, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for to go on that trip? What are you waiting for to tell that person you love them? What are you waiting for to chase your freaking dreams? What are you waiting for to go for that promotion or that new job? What are you waiting for to go to that nice restaurant for dinner? 
What are you waiting for to ask that person out on a date or go on a date night with your spouse or partner? What are you waiting on to buy that vacation home or that rental property that you want? Like, what are you waiting for? And we could list questions all day like that. And most of the time, it takes a big event to happen in your life for you to think hard about this, about life truly being too short. And often that event is death of a loved one or someone you know, or a life-changing injury to that person. And it doesn't have to be that, but typically it's a big event that gets your wheels turning about life being too short, not knowing what's going to happen next, asking yourself, what are you really waiting for, right? So what is it that you're waiting for? What is it that we're all waiting for? Why don't we just do things that we want to do, the things that we desire? Like what is holding you back? What is holding us back? Time, money, judgment, guilt. Those are the four that stick out in my mind when I think about why I personally haven't done things in the past or why I talk myself out of doing things in my life now. But here's the thing. We just said no day is guaranteed. We don't know how much time, time we have left. So don't you want to spend your time doing the things you really want to do? Spending the time you have with the people you love most. And money, listen, it is what it is. You need some money. Money pays the bills and keeps the lights on. But how much money is enough money? So if you're waiting on more time or the right time, what are you really waiting on? If you're waiting on more money or enough money, what are you really waiting on? You could always find reasons why you don't have time or it's not the right time. You can always want more money and not think you have enough. And then you factor in judgment and guilt. There is always going to be people in the world judging you, girl. But here's the thing. Are they the people you're living your life for? Are you really going to not do something because that person or those people are judging you? If they're judging you, their issue is their own issue, not yours. And you don't want to live your life for those people anyway, let alone allow them to keep you from following your heart tugs and doing what makes you happy, right? And guilt, guilt's a tough one. And we're all guilty of it. Irony in my choice of words there. But you may feel guilt because you're going to do something without your kids and you feel like you're leaving them, right? Like I can put this on myself right now, getting ready to go to Glacier, leaving my two kids at home. You may feel guilt because you're doing something and your spouse or your partner is not, right? Like I could feel guilty. And part of me, honestly, as much as I try not to, and Isaac tells me not to, like I'm doing both those things, right? Like I'm going on a trip with my girlfriends for days and leaving my two sons and my husband. You may feel guilt because you feel like you'll come off ungrateful for something. Like if you ask for that promotion, you may feel guilt because you feel like you're risking something. But when are you going to stop letting those things stand in between you and your happiness? I've spent a lot of years waiting and not doing things. Trust me. And I still do. My hope is as time goes on, I wait less 
and less and just do. That's Isaac and I's both of our dreams for our family. Our dream is to create a life for our family that we are able to do those things, that time and money aren't an issue, that judgment and guilt don't factor into our decisions. That's my dream. And I'm chasing it so hard. Isaac and I are making moves to make things happen for our family right now. I'm building a business. He's building his own business. While we're both working our full-time jobs, we are tired of waiting and not doing the things we want to do. Let me just throw out some personal experiences for you. Like if you're listening to this and you're in high school or you're in college or you're in that age range, because not everybody is supposed to go to college. If you're in trade school or you're working, but you're in that age range of high school, college age, let me share a glimpse into my college years. I've always been focused on academics, always. I'm not the most brilliant book mind. I, I, it doesn't come easy to me taking tests. I was never a great test taker, but I worked my ass off and I always did in school. I worked hard in high school and was valedictorian. I worked hard in college and graduated summa cum laude. I didn't do a lot of things socially because I was so focused on my academics. I played division one soccer and let's face it. I was an academic nerd. So a lot of my time in college was consumed by soccer and my studies. And after college, I coached high school for years. And then I coached college soccer for years. And I reflected back on my time, my experiences. And I tried to share my wisdom for my reflection with the girls I coach. And what I always stress to the girls I coach is not to allow one thing to consume you. Take all your time and energy, not a sport, not your academic classes, not a boyfriend or girlfriend, no one thing. Like you need to live, go enjoy time with friends, go to that party, go on spring break, make memories. And when I look back on me not doing so many things, because I was so focused on my academics, I did miss out on making memories with people. And I wouldn't give up that I was so devoted to my academics. Like, again, it is definitely a happy balance of being driven and holding yourself to those high standards. And I am so proud of myself for doing that academically. But reflecting back, I wish I would have done more. I wish I would have been okay with not getting the A all the time, but spending more time with my friends or my family going on weekend trips, making those memories. And when I coach the girls, I, you know, some people I coach more to focus on academics work because they were focusing heavily on their boyfriend and socially. Some people were focusing so much on academics and soccer, the sport, and they weren't having fun socially. And so again, just not letting one thing consume you. In PA school, so I have my master's in physician assistant studies. I'm an orthopedic PA. I've shared with you. I again, I focus so much on my studies. I felt like I had to get the A, but like why? A PAC is a PAC, like a certified physician assistant. It's a certified. Whether you get an A, a B, or a C, you just have to graduate, right? Like I didn't go to wedding ceremonies. I didn't go on weekend trips with some people, like. Because I was studying before Isaac and I had kids, we talked about wanting to go on a Europe trip, but we didn't go because we didn't have the money. 
and we didn't want to take time off work, specifically me, since I had just started a new job. But now we won't do that trip for a lot of years because we have young kids. Like we can't leave our young kids. And that trip isn't for small kids, right? Like now Isaac and I's mindset has shifted. Isaac is so awesome about what we're talking about, like not waiting and doing the things that make you happy, making memories. And I'm so grateful to have a husband that pushes me and pushes us to do so. Like when I was coaching college soccer, there was a trip to Spain and we were gone for 10 days. You know, I had a young kid. Jacob was young, right? And I was, I had so much guilt about wanting to go on that trip and I was not going to go. And Isaac pushed me to go or this trip to Glacier with my girlfriends, right? Like he pushed me to go. His thing to me was, when Jenna, will you have these opportunities of a lifetime again? If you pass them up now, chances are you'll never do these things, right? Like, shoot, Isaac and I just bought our first investment property. Like, say what? Like sometimes something that we've been wanting to do for years, but kept telling ourselves it wasn't the right time or we don't have enough money. And trust me when I say we don't have a ton of money, but we've prayed about it. We trust God. We went for it. And now we're in the real estate investment space. It's super exciting. It's a little nerve wracking, but like we did the damn thing, right? Like go back to what I mentioned earlier about big life events that make you think more about this, about life being too short and not wanting to do things. Like what are those things for you? What do you keep waiting to do and why? Why do you keep convincing yourself out of doing things? It's never going to be the perfect time. You're never going to have as much money as you want, right? Like you're never going to not be judged. You're always going to be able to put guilt on yourself or come up with reasons why not to. And it shouldn't always have to be this big life event that makes you think about life being too short. But like we've all had these big events, right? Like I've had a best friend my age, someone I grew up with from pretty much day one, die our senior year of high school. This is one of the hardest things I've ever gone through. I've lost grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, friends way too soon. I just lost another friend several weeks ago, my age, married with two children, my kids' ages. Several of my best friends have lost a parent unexpectedly way too soon. Like life is unexpected. Life isn't fair in our eyes sometimes. Life tomorrow isn't guaranteed. You're always going to find reasons to wait. You got to start living, sister. Start following those heart tugs and going for what you desire in life. Stop waiting. I hope this chat today hit home and gave you a little kick in your booty. You need that. You feel this in your heart, girl. I'm like pounding my chest right now. Like you feel me on this. I am cheering you on girlfriend. I love you so much, girl. I appreciate you. I, I say all the time. Thank you for spending this time with me today. I cannot wait to share with you all about my trip to Glacier. I'm so freaking excited. We will talk so soon.
Thank you so much for listening and letting me be a part of your day, friend. If you loved what you heard on this episode, it would honestly mean the world to me if you leave me a comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. Your comment helps me so much to be able to connect with more listeners. And if you haven't, make sure to subscribe. Also, share it with one of your girlfriends. Like text her right now. And post on social media and tag me at jenna.kloffenstein so I can personally thank you and connect. I am so, so grateful to have you along on this journey with me. Friend, take a deep breath, smile, dance a little, and have a fabulous day. We'll talk soon.